Okay. Here we are. It's, uh... Just got a hammer in my hand, but just... Hammer and a nail, no big deal. It's not going to be, uh... It's not... It's fine. It's just a simple nail and a simple hammer. Nothing Nothing could go wrong. A simple, time-tested uh, pastime for a middle-aged man. Here we go. All right. Ow, I hit my thumb. <laughs> it involves too much acting. I can't do it. <laughs> you did not too commit to You did not commit to that I, at all. No, I can't. <laughs> Sadly, that was me committing. <laughs> the episode about swearing, we're, we're, we're still undecided about are we going to swear in this episode or not is the, the problem we're facing. Yeah, I, I'm not undecided. I think we have to swear. We have to embrace the swear. I might uh, do. Luke, I might do a few swears, but not too many swears. Nah, shut the <laughs> up. Anyway, so, <laughs> no, I, you can't have an episode on swearing without swearing. It's impossible. But maybe some of the the uh, more extreme ones will stop. So basically, word of warning: if you're listening with kids or I don't know, old people, do they not like swearing? I don't know. If you're listening in a church, maybe or. Just where if there's a lot of nuns around, maybe don't, maybe turn it down a little bit. So let me practice. I'm going to say a few swears, and can you just put some sound effects over my swearing just to cover yep. it, just so you can warm up your sound effects board there, okay? Okay, so if there's a more extreme swear that we just don't really want on the pod, let's try a few sound effects. Okay, so bust one out, and I'll, I'll pull out a sound effect. All right, Don, you're a fucking asshole. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I haven't got the button ready. Um, <laughs> so that's hurtful. That's a bit hurtful. Doesn't matter. I know you didn't mean it. It's just for <laughs> just the dramatics. Okay, now do it. Okay. Uh, you are a dickhead. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why this button's not working. I, do- <laughs> I just don't know why. Hang on. Okay, now it's, it's let me just test it. Okay, yeah, no, it's working. It's working. All right. Alrighty. Uh, one last one. Just okay. You got you got it ready? Yeah. Let me get a new new sound effect dialed up. Okay. Yep. Alrighty. Don, you can. Why don't you just go f- yourself? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that hurts. Okay. Um. Anyway, <laughs> it's <laughs> that's really is my flesh and blood. Uh, anyway. There's going to be some swears. There's also going to be some bad sound effects. So if you're offended by either, um, either don't listen or, I don't know, give it to someone who does. Yeah. <laughs> give it to a pro swear bear. All righty. Give it to a swear bear. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get on with the show. We'll see you on the other side of the intro music. This is What's That About? Talking about swearing. All right, Don, back for another episode. Here we are. As usual, before we get into the actual uh, meat of it, what's been uh, what's been happening in Dontown? Not a lot, not a lot. I've had a lot of feedback from the last episode with people talking about folding a fitted sheet. Oh. Um, I've had about three or four people <laughs> come up to me saying how good they are, really. How good the and fitted sheet is? No, not how, or how good they are at folding the fitted sheet. Oh, right. So my girlfriend... She was talking herself up. She couldn't believe that we had trouble. And it admittedly, it was after a couple of glasses of wine. She goes, I could do that easy. I'd do a really good fitted sheet. I said, all right, show me. And so she gets the sheet out. And this is not a word of joke. It took her 10 minutes to find the fourth <laughs> corner. 
10 full minutes. <laughs> it was one of the greatest 10 minutes of my life. <laughs> that is delightful. could not find it. It was so good. <laughs> I've just spent, you know, the last month receiving photos of people of an empty bed with a pile of sheets next to it. I'm the guy that you now send that photo to. <laughs> <laughs> but anything else happened uh, for you this week, Dom? Any, uh, any rendezvous? <laughs> no, I did get... Because... <laughs> Wouldn't call it a rendezvous. I received just a message from a from a lady on WhatsApp. Um, pretty sure she wants to be friends with me. So special <laughs> just, friends, possibly. I'm, I'm presuming this is an international thing, but at least once a week, I think Don and I receive a message from someone on WhatsApp who's a usually a young female, just a, a very friendly message that uh, it'd be great to catch up. They're keen to be friends. And I'm, I'm guessing uh, you've received a few of those lately, Don? Yeah, well, one in particular. And usually I just ignore them. But I was particularly bored this time. And then so I started interacting with it a little bit. Yeah, so, you know, there I was on an afternoon minding my own business. And then I get a cheeky message from, from someone who I never knew her name. Says, how are you? I don't know why. I just want to be your friend. You're a very friendly guy. You're it's not bad. a friendly guy. We can be friends. Making friends is what I always do. Who doesn't like friends? And then I was thinking, I was thinking along the lines of Seinfeld. You know when Kramer kept ringing those kind of sex line things? Yeah. So I was like, but I don't know you. I was, I was, <laughs> That's I the said. voice. Did you write that back to her? Yeah, I said, but I don't know you. <laughs> and then, then she came back randomly. I think she's a robot. Do you think she's like a bot? Is that the... I'm presuming Surely. so. I'm presuming they send thousands of these. It must be a bot or something. Yeah. And so then she sent something in Italian, which I can't remember what it said. I think we worked it out, but yeah, good story done. Um, <laughs> so then you I really, thought... You really put a speed bump in the middle of that story with that Italian <laughs> side. But then I thought, oh, we're interacting here. We've just done the What's That About survey. Maybe I could get one more survey response in the conversation. <laughs> so I said randomly, hey, how often do you wash your jeans? <laughs> And and then she read it because you can see that they've read and didn't reply. So, so I said, not often? I understand. What about this doozy of a question, friend? Shower gel or bar soap? I'm a bar soap kind of guy. Simple, honest, reliable, just like me. And then, and then she says, in one sentence, sincere and reliable. Okay. That- and so then my last question, because I knew it was getting towards the end, and it's getting towards the end, talking about it on the podcast as well. I said, what are your thoughts on the Don's definition team? <laughs> and, she- <laughs> and she just goes, I do not understand. <laughs> yeah, anyway, and then it just kind of petered out. But I didn't really get the survey response I was hoping for. That is amazing. <laughs> I didn't realise until that moment... That when you ask the uh, survey questions in that context, like, yeah, how often do you wash your jeans? Or it sounds uh, a bit creepy. Bar, <laughs> liquid gel or a bar of soap in the shower. It does sound yeah. very sexual. <laughs> do you think I've been reported to an authority? I think it's possible. I love the fact that ultimately she's trying to scam you, but you've come across as so weird that she's just hightailed it out of there. <laughs> she's just... It's really gotten out of there. <laughs> I've been reported to WhatsApp, I think. <laughs> Excellent work, Don. Very mm. good. Um, moving along, so we have a... You, would you call it a bumper episode? There's a lot going on here. 
Uh, I don't know if it's a bumper. Does it reach bumper levels? No, it's big. It's big. A big episode yeah. we've got. Obviously. What does bumper episode mean? Bumper. What does that mean? Bumper. I don't know. I'm just a bumper episode because it's so big it bumps into things. <laughs> that would make sense. <laughs> I have no idea what bumper episode means. <laughs> Whatever it is, it's big. It's big. We've yeah. got mm-hmm. obviously the topic swearing. What is that about? We go to our resident expert on swearing, Mum. We've got an interview with Mum. You asked for it. We have delivered. And a new segment, uh, an impersonation segment, which we will uh, we'll come back to later in the show. But before we go any further, Don, it's probably the moment everyone's been waiting for, is your interview with Mum about swearing. Let's, let's get the expert's advice on what swearing is about. Okay, Mum. The people have spoken. The, uh, the first inaugural What's That About survey has said they're hungry as a frog for more mum. So mm-hmm. we are here delivering at What's That About? You mean I'm delivering? You're delivering and I'm the conduit for that delivery. Okay. Mum, this week's episode is on swearing. On the spot, what's your favourite swear word? Go. Uh, well, when I'm really cranky, I say sugar. <laughs> what if you're cranky at the sugar? Okay, if like, I'm cranky. Too darn sweet. Gosh darn it. <laughs> Yeah, I might say damn. Damn? Mm-hmm. I've heard other words come out of your mouth. Such as? Shit. Really? Yeah. Well, that's just another version of sugar. <laughs> I don't want to have one of your cups of teas then. That would be disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> if you were in the workshop, which you're often at the workshop, and then you hit your thumb with a hammer, mm-hmm. what would you say? Um, I'd probably say ouch. <laughs> ouch. Okay, what happens, just say you're really hungry um, and you see a frog. I don't know. I'm just trying to, <laughs> I'm just trying to make a hungry as a frog reference. What was a swear word you heard your parents say back in the day? They never saw. Really? Never, never heard anybody swear. Is that where your house? no swearing comes from, do you think? Probably. You know, there's a famous, there's a famous test that we're going to talk about in the podcast where you have to do as many swear words as you can do in a minute, and it, like, signifies your vocabulary. All and you have a very You mean all vo- different words? All different words. You have a oh. minute, and then you let fly with as many different swear words as you can think of, and then that is a measure. It actually correlates with how good you are at English. But bad English. Well, it's all part of, It's a rich tapestry. Well, <laughs> ready, set, go. Damn, sugar... Um, bloody bugger. Um, shit. Oh. Um, what else? The F word that I'm not going to say. Okay. And oh gosh. Thirty seconds. Is that, oh, is that all? Um, I can't think of any more. Come on, mum. Gee. Um, Twenty seconds. Blimey. <laughs> Uh, 10 seconds. Gee. Um, one more. You got one more up your sleeve. Come on. Goodness gracious me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I've got a really poor vocabulary, haven't I, with yeah. bad language? So do I. Yeah. I'm a good boy. Yeah, that's yeah. good. because you've been brought up well. <laughs> mm. All right. Thanks, Mum. That's okay. You've delivered once again. No worries. Right. Okay. Well, she didn't do too badly in a minute. <laughs> Blimey was my favourite uh, favorite part of the minute. <laughs> the best thing was I was doing the countdown, but I didn't have a watch. So I was always just going off the top of my head. And 
I reckon I nailed it. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go back and listen with a stopwatch and see how close I actually got. <laughs> I love the fact because you sprung it on her so quickly and she just was out of the gates running. And I was so surprised she did it. But she was running down the track, swearing at a million miles an hour. Yeah, yeah. beautifully done. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yes, out of the gates, Dom. Swearing. What are you, what's your stance? What's your stance on a swear? I love it. Um, <laughs> was that? Nah, was that cool. was very. <laughs> it was cheap. That was obvious. That was a gimme. <laughs> it was a gimme, wasn't it? That was too much. I'm going to beep that one out with a funny sound effect, just so it makes it closer. Um, what are my thoughts on swearing? Yeah, are you no, a swearer? Not a, nah, I'm not a big swearer. It comes out every now and again. Yourself? I'm. I think I'm increasingly a swearer. I, I didn't swear. For 30 years, and then in the last, mm. like, 10 at all? years... No swearing at all? Um, you know, occasional swear. And then in mm. the last 10 years, I'm a much more of a frequent swearer to the point that... Why? What's changed? I don't know. I don't know what it is. I'm just a little bit looser with the language, a little bit more casual, to the point that, like, I, I swear around the house way more than I should for someone that has three young children. It's not really? a... And do you hold back in front of the kids, or you just let it rip? Oh, I, I, it depends what mood I'm in, but I generally don't... I've got to a point where I actually don't care that much about swearing, so I'm not like all sensitive about it. So yeah. I probably am a little bit more liberal than I used to be. Because there's a classic. Every every parent has a classic story of when their kid first swears. Yeah. Have you got one? Oh, our, my girls have been you know dropping them in various ways, but I haven't got a particular story. Do you? I've, the only one I've got, and and my kids don't really swear, and I'm not a. I, I don't really swear around them. So, I don't know where he got it from. I guess they're hearing it at school. Anyway, he, well, he was only about three, and I was trying to get the ice cream machine to make ice cream. For some reason, it wouldn't turn. And he just turns to me and goes, stupid machine's fucking broken, Dad. <laughs> and then I was like, yes, it is, son. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> that, is uh, that is nothing on my... Uh, um, remember that, that time that I was, that was four or five or something? And I, I think I just had an absolute nervous breakdown and I just sat in the hallway of the house swearing at mum and, mum and dad, dropping F-bombs for about mm-hmm. 10 minutes. It was just, one of the greatest days of my life. <laughs> I was like, F you, mum, F you, dad, repeatedly for 10 minutes at the age of five. Yeah. And then I don't think I swore again for 25 years. You got it all out of your system <laughs> and then you had nothing left for 30 years. Well, do you have a clear memory of that, that moment? Yeah. <laughs> You were sitting down in the hallway. You were facing the laundry from memory. I was eating uh, Yo Play yogurt. And. <laughs> okay, I made, I made that up. I made that up. But yeah, I remember. And yeah, you were just going. I don't know what happened. Something snapped in you. You were just really letting it rip. That was so out of character. <laughs> so out of character. Yeah. It's always the quiet ones. Always the quiet ones. <laughs> on, the, on, the, on the Yo Play front, do you remember that moment when uh, you realise. That yo play is not French for yum, despite what the ad says, and you feel you've just cracked a code. That was a well, breakthrough. Yo play was never French for yum, little Lucky. Put em yum, put em yum was French for yum. <laughs> put em yum. Yeah, put em yum. <laughs> I stand corrected. I don't know what yo play means, but put em yum, and I still don't know. Petit means little, right? Petit. Petit, Petit means little. And, yeah. Yeah. Little yum. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, <laughs> we're getting sidetracked with Pitim Yum. <laughs> Just one more uh, on the on the kids' front. Mm. Do you have a favourite replacement swear word? So the thing you say that is not a swear word that you gives you the same release as a swear word? 
Uh, no, but a few people I know, they'll say, like, they'll say flip a lot, which I quite like. Flip. Oh, it's flip an idiot. Like, they'll yeah. just say flipping a lot. Yeah. And it's kind of got its got its own thing going on there, which I, I quite like flipping. Um, but nah, not really. Yourself? The Me and some of my kids do this as well. Just saying random foods. Just a random food. Like, my little five-year-old will go, ah, casserole or... Cheese and biscuits. Like, which is just cheese and biscuits. <laughs> that's that's got a bit of bite food. to it. Yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> the I, I like the random food. All the classic Homer Simpson, the old fiddle-dee-dee. Yeah, <laughs> I was actually even tempted. Let's just play that clip because that is, you know, I think that sticks in everyone's memory. Oh, that's very I think good. he, there was a swear jar. He wasn't allowed to swear. And so this is what he did. Ah! Oh, fudge. That's broken. Fiddle-dee-dee. That will require a tetanus shot. I'm not going to swear, but I am going to kick this doghouse down! 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 Yeah. Beautiful. Pretty good. Classic scene. I love it. <laughs> um, all right, let's move on. Let's move on to Don's definition. Let's uh, crank up the theme song, and then we'll hear Don's definition. Hold on to your fucking stovepipes. It's time for Don's definition. Okay, so profanity is a socially offensive use of language which may also be called cursing, swearing, or expletives. Accordingly, profanity is language use that is sometimes deemed impolite, rude, or culturally insensitive. So it's it's kind of language that crosses that cultural line of what's appropriate, and often it relates to words that come from subjects that are taboo. So things around sex or body parts or that kind of stuff is topics you can't talk about so you, you can't really say the words either so that's this offensive yep. use of language so apparently there's like five functions of swearing so like five you know main reasons we swear so the first on and i want you to give me an example of each of these in action is abusive swearing so swearing that intends to emotionally or, or psychologically harm someone give us an example of that ah you fucking big ears <laughs> big ears <laughs> <laughs> no, nice work. Good, nice work, Bagalux. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the second type is cathartic swearing. So you use it when you kind of want to relieve pain. Ah, that cricket ball really hurt my doodle. <laughs> okay. <What was> <laughs> For those of you in America, which is most of our audience, cricket balls, game of cricket, love the game. When it hits your doodle, which is, I don't know why I chose to not swear for um, <laughs> for that. I went for the ch- child term doodle. Uh, it really hurts. <laughs> okay. Um, the next type is dysphemistic, which is swearing when you want to kind of try and convince someone that a certain thing or a subject is negative or bad. Ah, oh, how fucking bad! What's that about podcast wankers? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Fourth reason is emphatic swearing. So you're trying to draw attention to something that's worth paying attention to. Ah, oh, Don is so much fucking funnier than Luke. Ah, oh, God, he's just—it's a bit of a dreamboat, too. Let's be honest. <laughs> Not according to the uh, what's that about survey listeners? I've uh, hit the oh, lead there. <laughs> 
Nine, <laughs> nine versus eight. Okay, fifth reason. I should, I should, I should have asked that WhatsApp girl that. <laughs> yeah. Fifth reason, idiomatic. So swearing, which doesn't really have any purpose other than to signal to the other person that this is an informal, casual conversation. I love these fucking tracksuit pants. So comfy. <laughs> they are the best. Beautifully. <laughs> Beautifully illustrated. <laughs> I just chose the same swear word for every single sentence. <laughs> Not happy. Not happy with that. <laughs> and so, but I think what like what underlies all of those reasons is, you know, we've developed this language as kind of an emotional release valve. Like it's much easier to kind of swear than it is to get in a fight with someone or to hit someone or to, you know, rip your house down or, you know, kick your car or whatever. So it's like this little short circuit for an emotional release. Um, yeah. Swearing. So it serves a function. Okay, so let's just talk about the the benefits. So as we kind of mentioned then, swearing does decrease stress. So when people are faced with a, a significant challenge, if they swear, they can have a either slight or uh, significant decrease in physiological or psychological stress. Yeah, that's right. And there's also studies that show it can actually make you physically stronger. So there was one study where people were squeezing hand grips and those in the group that was allowed to swear actually squeeze the grips, you know, more firmly than those that weren't able to swear. So, like, mm. swearing gets a bad rap, but there are some benefits to it. Yeah. It also reduces pain. So, there was one uh, there was one particular study where they made people put their hands into an ice bucket for as long as they possibly could. And one group was allowed to swear and one group wasn't allowed to swear. And the swearing group could keep their hand in there for longer. Go swearing. Go swearing. Yeah. It was a, another study I read where, where I think there was like people trying to make persuasive arguments or trying to convince people of things. And those that use swear words in the argument were seen as more honest, more credible and more persuasive in their argument than those who didn't swear. So it's, it's powerful language in that way as well. Now, apparently, Luke, pretend you don't know the stats and what percentage <laughs> of all daily words... Uh, swear words. Jeez, jeez. Tell you what, Donnie, if I had to guess off the top of my head, I would probably guess 0.7%. Really? Nah, I got 0. 0.5 to 0. 0.7, so <laughs> I'll, I'll give you partial points. And, but the range is anywhere from 0 to 3.4, because I think we all have these kind of friends, um, or, or at least we know people that, you know some people just really love a good swear? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, they just chuck it out too much almost. They, and I, like... I don't know. I, I do find like even like with a comedian or a funny friend, when they swear, it does get a better reaction from me. Like it does make the yeah. joke a bit punchier, a bit funnier. Or it, it's funny. It's funny with a swear. It is. Whenever I'm like in a situation, I'm with either someone new or someone who I think is pretty cool, um, and they swear a bit. Or like with my ex, um, my ex girlfriend, her parents. They came from you know a country town, lovely people, but they used to they loved to swear. And they'll, you know, they'll the, the classic men, and I had to basically try and man myself up and swear a little bit more, yeah. just to try and fit in a little bit. So I'd be like, "Oh, the fucking carburetor! Oh, don't get me started, <laughs> bloody carvies!" You know, like I was just yeah. kind of my swearing went up a good fifty percent around someone that was cooler than me. Absolutely, I did the same thing. It's like that classic Ricky Gervais joke when the the tradie or the labourer comes over and he's like. Uh, mate, you want a cup of fucking tea? You uh... <laughs> <laughs> did he say that joke? Yeah, <laughs> I haven't heard that. That's good. That's exactly that's exactly what I'm like. 
Um, and apparently there's like a hierarchy of how offensive we find certain swear words. So what's your guess of what is the number one offensive swear word? Yeah. <laughs> you didn't even uh, didn't nah. even go the C-bomb there. You've gone for nah. it. Straight into it. No mucking about. Number, what do you reckon number two is? Fuck. Yep. Jeez, he's good. He knows he swears. And number three? Shit. No. M- mother effer. Uh, oh, that's two words. It's a variant. A variant on number oh, two. Get out of here. But if you... I feel bad for fuck. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's got this two word monster coming in. <laughs> but have you noticed over the last like you know five or ten years or so, these new breed of swear words that they take two words, they take a swear word and then a, another noun and they bring them together to create a new swear word. And like... like Cock waffle, or yeah. you know, fuck trumpet, or douche canoe, or they kind of bring and apparently there's this whole movement online and the the group that does this are called swear nerds, right? And it's just this combining of a swear word with another ner- with another word, like oh he's such a dick ladle, and you just kind of you put the the two together. It's not bad. It's not bad. What, what are your thoughts on it? Well, right. at first I was like, oh, that's a bit lame. I was thinking, I was trying to come up with my own versions of it. I'm like, oh, he's such, he's such an ass basket or he's a, <laughs> he's a real wank hammer. But uh, I don't know why. It's not bad. I don't know why I put that voice on when I do my swears. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> but what I, what I did like about it though, and more of a serious point is this whole new breed of swearing doesn't have any of the racism, the sexism, the classism of old school swear words like these are mm. all kind of like you know equal opportunity swears which i think is a nice element of it yeah he didn't seem as interested in the uh the new swear words as me <laughs> no, i like them i like them, I like them they're plenty. good that's right they're fun they're good <laughs> good little swears i did i did read another interesting thing and you yep. it does remind me that uh that what's that about tolerator brian tripp Suggests that when we blow the horn and I'm being too boring, we could call it the boring bugle. Which <laughs> that is not bad. <laughs> I thought was that excellent. Is not bad. <laughs> and I haven't even busted it out this episode, so I've I've got it up my sleeve, ready to roll. You could have used it in the swear nerds uh, section, but no, I thought it was alright. Right. You might yeah, you might it. you might need it now. Apparently, <laughs> there's this whole theory that you shouldn't because often I you know as a parent you're like oh do I care if my kids swear like when can they swear when can't they swear. But mm. apparently there's this theory that you shouldn't let kids swear mainly for the reason that when they become adolescents and they want to, you know, forge a bit of independence, swearing's a bit of like low-hanging fruit. They can swear a little bit and feel like they're being autonomous as a growing person. Whereas if they've always been allowed to swear, the, the boundary they step out of can be a lot more serious or a lot more... Is, that, is there any evidence for that though? Like, no, just a theory. It sounds like rubbish to me. What do you think? <laughs> You can't say, like, they're just, <laughs> swearing's easy, so they'll say that, and that satisfies their, their rebellion, <laughs> like, and that's it. I'm not going to try heroin, because I said poo. <laughs> you know, like, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no, I tend to agree, but that's a, that's a theory. Um, <laughs> that's a great image, though. <laughs> um, apparently, the word rooster was invented. Apparently, a male, like, um, a male chicken was always called a cock. But then when they started to use the word cock for penis, the fowl industry had to change it to rooster. They, re- to try and, uh, they had to rebrand they re- it. Was a, it was a rebrand. <laughs> oh, yep. well, it's the greatest rebrand of all time. It was good. 
I also I also heard that in Japan they don't have swear words. Is it? Nah, they must. Apparently, they don't have swear words in Japan. From what I read, like I'm, I'm I'm going right to Google and yeah, saying just Japan googling. Do does Japan, Japan have swear, swear words? words? What I've got here is that it says not all countries um, have profanities. Well, because Japan is such a culture of respect and humility, I thought there would be so many taboos in Japan that you can't cross over. Now I'm just I've just come up to Wikipedia. No judge, don't judge me, guys. I've never been here before for the podcast, actually. Um, so. Let's see what it says. Japanese profanity. Live research. We have we have gone into new territory here. Okay, seventeen Japanese swear words you must use very oh, carefully. Geez. Getting here we go. getting fact checked live on your own podcast is not a great feeling. <laughs> Baka, meaning stupid. Okay, yeah, that's not really a swear. Uzai, meaning annoying. That's just a description of See? These aren't swears. Brat, ugly woman. Oh, that's not a bit swears. guy. Guy? Is that a swear word? Just calling someone a guy? Oh, here we go. Oh, shit. Okay. So they do have... Chikusho. Right, there's one. It's a very low-level swear. I know. It goes to more. Idiot. Asshole. Doesn't count. Mm, Sort of counts. Kuso. That's the F-bomb. Okay, they got swears. Or are they just translations of of English swears into Japanese? Are they not original Japanese words? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Hang on. <laughs> there we go. There we go. We got it in. The boring bugle has made its first appearance. <laughs> I did keep the keep the bugle out. I had one more quick thing. Yeah. Apparently swear words are kept are stored in a different part of the brain to other words. So like oh, normal language is stored in um, either like Broca's or Wernicke's area. Whereas swear words are stored in the limbic system, which is much lower down, more about emotions and drives. And so apparently someone's saying, you'll never get rid of swearing because swearing is embedded within primal emotions. And so we just, you know, we're, we're primed to swear and the, and the swear is attached to the emotion in the deep brain. Very different from other language, which that's very interesting. That is interesting. I wonder why. Yeah, it just is. Didn't... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Just use mate. Let's um, move on. Let's move on. Let's not get bogged down in the yes. details, Don. Fast show was a good show. One more fun fact: <laughs> some automated answering machines are programmed so that, when, like, if you're on hold and then you swear at them, they'll transfer you straight to an operator. Apparently, that's true for some really? things. Yeah. Is it kind of kind of to stop things escalating in a disgruntled customer? They want to kind of intervene. I guess it means yeah, like the staff members won't be copying as much abuse if the. Cranky guys are sort of left waiting for less. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, all right. Any uh, any other swearing? Any other swearing? Um, yeah, I looked into old-fashioned swear words or uh-huh. swear words from the past that haven't really have really carried on. Can you Do say them? Can you say them in your your old-fashioned voice? Yeah, sure. Hey, fup doodle. <laughs> That's one. I got another what one. What was the word? Fup doodle. <laughs> this guy's a fup doodle. Um, got another one from the, here's one from Victorian England. You're not far enough, which means a drunkard. A far enough. Far enough. And not far enough. Hey, this guy's a bed swerver. <laughs> and the last one, there's heaps of them, but they just sound ridiculous. Like, it's so silly. Hey, you gets budlickens. <laughs> get the, get the shoot out of here. Get the shoot? Is that even a thing? I don't think so. 
get the shoot out of here. That doesn't make any sense at all. Can I shoot is one that you know, like when you earmark phrases or words that you want to bring into your into your vocabulary. Yeah, like, I'm going to start saying that. Yeah, shoot is one that I really quite like. Yeah, like, ah, shoot, that really smarts. I want to say that really smarts. Yeah. I had a friend that used to always say instead of I'm going to leave or I'm going to go, he's like, "All right, guys, I'm going to bounce." He said, I'm going to bounce. Bounce, And yeah. then I tried it on once and it was just not fitting well. <laughs> was, yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bounce to religion class. Like, it just did not quite. It does sound a bit like a cool religion teacher. <laughs> a religion teacher trying to be cool. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. Um, anything else swear related? No. No, not really. I think that's a fair coverage. All out. So, generally, swearing probably has more benefits and pros than I realise going into this. So, you know, sort of the negatives of swearing. I think swearing is generally looked at as like a lower class or a lower educated kind of way to speak, which is this. Yeah. If you you have to swear that you have less of a vocabulary seems to be the, you know, the assumption. Yeah. And if you listen to like the, the one minute sort of challenge I was giving, giving mum and, and the fact that if you have, a good swearing vocabulary, it actually correlates with having a good vocabulary and all. That kind of makes sense. Well, um, that's the thing that annoys me about all the stuff I read about that because everyone's kind of saying, oh, no, you actually, you know, you don't have a worse vocab if you can swear because people who swear a lot also have a good vocab. But yeah, of that, course they do. That, that one minute challenge is just testing verbal fluency. If you can just. But all the. It doesn't mean they use it more, it just means they know them. Yeah, they have access to like, them quickly. Yeah, that's what that's testing. So it doesn't really I'll, have anything to do with it. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of that study. No, nah. but to get Mum to do as many swear words in a minute as possible, I thought oh, I'm going to include it in the podcast <laughs> just for that purpose, <laughs> and it paid paid dividends. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Well, let's uh, before we finish up, let's just have one little new segment, an experimental segment. Do we have a theme song for this time? No, nah, no theme song. No theme song. Well, this is this was your brainchild, so I might hand the mic over to you to to talk us through. This impersonations challenge. Now, we have mentioned, at least on two or three previous episodes, uh, I've done my magpie impersonation, which is an Australian bird, which sounds... I'll do my version, and then we'll play you the actual magpie sound. So this is my this is my version of the magpie. Um, okay, so that's my version. Luke, great. It's a great impersonation. your version. Okay, my Go version is... That's mine. Was, that was very pigeony. That wasn't quite there. I don't know what it was. It was like a pigeon who'd been hit by a car at some point after a big meal. Can I have, and... a, can I have, another, can I have a do-over? Can I have that one more time? Yeah, go Hang on. Let me just you know, channel my inner magpie. <laughs> that was exactly the same, I think. That was. Okay, so anyway, this is the plan. We're going to play the original magpie sound, and this is our first competition. And you're in the running for a very rare, very, very rare certified What's That About mug. And if you win, we will send it anywhere in the world. Jeez. Doesn't matter where you are. Have we costed what that's going to... Haven't costed. Haven't done the costings. (laughs) This could cost us quite a bit of money. (laughs) Bloody hell. But it's fine. So... So send it to us. You can send us your just record it on your phone if it's easy. <laughs> Do your impersonation, Magpie. What's that about at Outlook.com? 
Send it through. We'll choose the best one. We'll play it on the pod. And uh, we'll send... Luke will send it. <laughs> Luke will send it anywhere in the world. If it's in Australia, I'll send it. Okay, so here is the original magpie sound. And there you go. Is it? I'm all on board. I'm not... I'm absolutely on board, Donnie. You know that I'm on board. You worried about the costings? I'm, I'm worried about the costings, but we'll we'll deal with it. We'll we'll get out yeah. of it. we'll get a second job. We'll handle it. <laughs> the the fact that we're getting most of our listeners are overseas. Magpies are an Australian-based bird that none of them have ever come across, and our first the, competition is to interpret yep. a bird they've never seen or heard. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, little Lukey. <laughs> I'm on board. I am absolutely on board. Now, when we did the the survey, I genuinely thought we'd get three responses. We ended up getting 36 genuine survey responses, plus, which was fantastic. Plus your WhatsApp friend, she? Plus, yeah, 37. 37. Let's say 37. Um, how many responses, how many magpie impressions do you think we're going to get at what's that about at Outlook.com? What's that about at Outlook.com? I think we will get... Two. I'm gonna say three. She's ambitious. I think we'll get three. That's ambitious. Yeah. Did, mm. There's a lot of yearning for mug out there. I think <laughs> a lot of people want that mug. Be great if Warren Groom comes back and just nails the magpie to regain his title as number one. I want some of our classic what's that about tolerators. Groomy, Sarah Thornton, Halsey, Tripsy. Tripsy's now in the Tripsy. In the crew. Yeah, he's good. Um, absolutely. No, no. All righty. Well, let's do it. Okay, game on, everyone. You want a mug? Chuck us your, chuck us your pie. <laughs> chuck us your pie. Alrighty, so that's uh, that is a full episode. That is that is probably more than enough. Um, any final thoughts, Tom? No, that's a that's about it. Yep. you won't get us swearing any more than we have oh, today. Geez, that so was... enjoy it if that's your thing. <laughs> All right. Well, love you guys. See you next week. <laughs> Alrighty, catch you next time. It's still good. All right, bye.